Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. More about that in 10 minutes. Would the Eagles really do it? Draft Carson at two, ship him out, put Hurts in position to maybe win the job, and then give him competition by drafting a quarterback at six. Wow. How fascinating would that be? That's coming up in 10 minutes. Your call's in one minute. But, Key, what up? you are still stuck on it. I mean, it's – Key, it's, go huh? the garden at the Four Seasons. You ready? In New York City. A piece of avocado toast. $23. $31. See? One piece of toast, avocado, and so an the, egg on top. Did you just right. look that up? So – Online menu. So here's the reason we're talking about it just before the break. And it is breakfast time for many people listening, probably all around the country now, even on the West Coast, if you're an early riser. So here's the deal. Key was in the restaurant business, and Key just thinks it's outrageous to pay a ton of money for something that used to be, A, inexpensive, or B, something that is just costing a lot of money because, you know, we can just charge a lot of money for it. It's a scam. Avocado toast, though. Think about it. If I told you 15 years ago, that I'm going to give you some slices of avocado on a piece of toasted bread with maybe some radish thinly sliced for 23-plus bucks. You look at me like I was a damn fool. Those you things first don't thing, even go together. The first thing you say is, where's my chips? Where's my chips and my guacamole? <laughs> what, like, what are you doing? Like, it it's is, a lot. It, it, it is it, delicious, though. No, it is good. It is delicious. It's, I make it at home. I put the tahini on top of it. I, I, I get it with a little lemon. I got it. And a little olive oil on it, but I do it for way less than what they charge in the marketplace. And I understand it's a business. I, I understand it, but that's a scam. Quinoa. Quinoa is a scam. Give me some regular rice, man. $31. You charging me all this money for some. I don't even like quinoa. And here's another scam applications. When you're filling out applications and they ask for deposits, that's a scam. Because they, the application, you got to fill out an application for something. They want you to give a security deposit. They, they're not even going to give you the apartment. they not, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. that that's one of the biggest scams or schools. They need, uh, 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 you fill out the application for your kids to go to school. Uh-huh. You pay the money, and then they don't accept your kid because it's, <laughs> Jay, am I lying? No, you're not lying. You know exactly how it is. Or, you know, Man, some, of these, schools a, some of these schools in New York, Key, they put your kids through, like, these uh, interviews. Yes. My daughter's two. Interviews. She's two. And interviews. you got to pay for the application. And they want, like, whatever it is, $200 for the application. And then they don't let your kid in the school because it filled up or she didn't qualify. Whatever. Scam. We'll keep your application on file. Yeah, we'll keep it on file. <laughs> Just scam. in case we want to have you come back next All year. All scams. Here's my food scam. And this is, because I, and this is, you know, this is polenta. Right? <laughs> polenta. Ain't nothing but grits. It, exactly. Yes. It's, it's Italian grits. grits. It's Italian grits. It's like cream of wheat. You can make it. Oatmeal. <laughs> and it's just like, they just plop it down. And everybody's got one. You got quinoa, I got polenta. Keyshawn J. Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. That said, go out and support a small business, an overpriced small business, and go eat breakfast today as we continue. I love Zubin. You have to always make sure to clean it up when we're done. We always got to clean it up. <laughs> exactly. Clean it up. Clean your plate. Eat that polenta. All right, so here's what we're asking this morning. Simply put. I'm eating it all, next- Zubin, for 31 damn dollars. <laughs> You're eating everything. On Plus tip. Plate. Plus tip. You don't even mention the tip. <laughs> right? Depending on how you treat me. As Key has said, yes. smile when you come to Key's table. If Key's out tonight and you are out with his family sometimes, server comes over, you better smile yeah, at smile. Key. smile. That's what you're here for. You're here to smile. Don't be mad and slamming my dishes down or giving me an attitude because I asked you to alter something. 
hey, can you take that off because my family doesn't eat pork or something? And you give me attitude and you uh, expect uh, for me to tip uh. you after? Nah. Exactly. Can you please Sorry. replace this quinoa with white rice? How dare you ask me? <laughs> How dare you ask Attitude. Me? I got to go ask the chef. Just go tell the chef. He'll do it. <laughs> All right. Or he's going sous chef because he's always going to the fancy places. All right. So here's the deal. Big question. Golf went, uh, golf went Stafford all gone, right? So who is next? Adam Schefter saying this is going to be an incredible offseason of quarterback movement. Those three are done. Who's up next? We want to hear from you. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key J and Z on Twitter. We're getting some great response. Fill it up. We got openings. Jack in Newport News, Virginia. What do you say? Hey, Jack. Hey, it's Joe. Oh, sorry. Oh, what's up, Joe? No you problem. Got it. Go Hey, hey, I'm a few years older than you, Keyshawn, but we used to take those eggs and throw a little vanilla in there and then get a big loaf of bread and feed everybody with uh, French toast. Still love French toast to this day from that. Oh, yeah. No, that's how I make I, I, I kind of hook up my French toast that way. But um, cause we had a bunch of kids, too, in the house. Hey, uh, thank God Cleveland did something smart because we could have took Wentz back then. And right now I'll take Stefanski and Mayfield versus uh, – Reich and Wentz. And I think a lot of these guys were talking about Cam and Garoppolo and all of them. I think they're staying right where they are. You know what? Pretty soon, Keyshawn, you said something about these veterans leaving. Uh, after Aaron Rodgers gone, it's pretty much that's it. And all these guys, they're they're not going to probably be backups. They're probably just going to lead the league. But most of them are just not going to take you to the promised land. So Darnold's the next guy to go because you got to Jets got to get rid of him. And somebody might take a chance on them. But all these young guys coming in, they're taking over the league. College is set up for quarterbacks and wide receivers to get to the NFL. No, it is. It, start, it starts with the 707 programs in junior high and high school. And as you see it continuing to, to move into the college ranks, the systems that they run, the style of quarterback play, uh, you, you can see it all the way, like I said, all the way to the junior highs. As promised, yeah. Jack in Newport News, Virginia. Jack in Newport News, Virginia. Who do you got? Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? What's, What's happening, Jack? What's up, Jack? Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I just want to say I'm a fan of the show. I love you guys' camaraderie. I listen every morning. And I wish I could get like another 30-minute snippet when I get off because I missed some of it. But with that being said, my question is, how come nobody is speaking about getting rid of Matt Ryan? The guy hasn't done anything since he put the donut up in the second half. <laughs> uh, he's killing the locker room. He's fatiguing the whole team. And we can use Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson. And another thing I'd like to have, and you can speak on it, y'all know if Matt Ryan was a black quarterback, he would have been gone. This level of mediocrity would not have been accepted with that type of that caliber of of machinery he has in the garage. I mean, you got Julio, Calvary, Todd Gurley, Alex Mack. You got a team, and this guy just dwindling years away. I'm a Falcons fan. I hate to admit it. But this guy, he's sneaking up the joint. Hey, he's up the joint, man. I knew as soon as you start going in on Matt Ryan and you broke out black quarterback, I'm like, yeah, he's an Atlanta fan. <laughs> I get it. I understand it. But I think a lot of the things that's going on with the Atlanta Falcons is not solely on Matt Ryan. He wasn't the reason that they gave up or surrendered those points in the second half to the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots. He gave them the lead They defensively. This is why they fired the head coach. Defensively, they decided to continue to blow games throughout the course of last season. So, look, Matt Ryan, he could be on the move. His salary cap number is so high, they've got to figure out what to do with him in terms of those numbers. I was going to say, that's the point, Key, and everything that I keep reading or hearing from Atlanta is that he's staying put right there. 
Yes, and we should mention we have now officially added another half hour to the show, and Key says he's going to do it for free. Huh? How, how generous huh? of you. I, it does cut into the greenie by 30 minutes, so I'm totally opposed to it. I don't know who told but you that lie. The, well, that's what I'm hearing. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. Have you ever seen a, a host walk off a show at a certain <laughs> time? Jay, more time to talk for us. Here we go. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Key, I had a question I wanted to ask you, though. So if, if Carson Wentz went for a third-round draft pick, 2021 and a conditional draft pick in 2022. What's Sam Darnold going to go for? Well, when like, you it look seems like the Jets are going to be stuck. When you take the chart out, and I don't have it in front of me, but just from whatever I have in my mind, a third round pick and a second round, mid second round pick from the Indianapolis Colts essentially equates to a first round pick, a late first round pick. So if I give you a three and a two, you give me your one. That's kind of that evens out. So really, it's a first round pick that they got. And then they can also, depending on what happens, and I think Carson Wentz will be uh, starting in the 70-plus percent, plus they'll go to the playoffs. That 2022 pick will be a real first-round pick, depending on where it falls to. Sam Darnold, he'll get the same command, sort of the same thing. Maybe it's a two and a four, or maybe it's a three and two fours, or maybe it's a, a, a two and a three, or maybe it's a bottom one. But you think he'll get the same thing? You don't think the value should be a little bit higher for a guy that was leading his team, even though he had a horrible year last year, but two years ago leading his team to a Super Bowl? No, it, no. If, if, you can get, if you could wrestle a, a late one out of somebody for Sam, you run to the bank with that. If you oh, yeah, can get that. a two, three for Sam, and you don't want him, you can run to the bank. The only I'm scared of getting rid of Sam because I believe that he's going to turn into something if he goes to the right situation. That's just my belief. And also, I saw him in college. Right. And also think about the one thing Sam has on his side that other quarterbacks don't, and I'm not saying these other guys are like Brady or Rodgers in terms of age. Sam is still very young. Yeah. He's still very young. Very young. And that way is a good way to get more draft capital because you're building with a guy that you got a lot more runway with. Jay Will. Yeah. You know how athletic Sam is, though? Oh, no. I, look, I, I've seen him, I've seen I mean, him he, play. I mean, he's crazy he, athletic. He was he's crazy athletic. You know, he played basketball in high school and was the division one recruit. So, you know, you, you gotta think about some of those things. He can play, man. They're down on him in New York. I get it. They they think change of scenery at a lot of fans. Some fans think otherwise. People that really know football don't feel that way. If you don't have players around you, dog, I'm just telling you at the quarterback position, you gotta have somebody. Imagine as great as Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers have always had a league dog at receiver. I mean, Deshaun Watson, prime example, even though he led the league in passing yards, I mean, he struggled, right? Aaron Rodgers is great, but he's always had a lead dog at receiver, whether it was Devontae Adams or or Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams or uh, what was the other guy there, Donald Driver. I mean, he's always had somebody. And when you don't have anybody, you're going to look bad. Josh Allen two years ago? Get him out the league. Right now, we're talking about him challenging for the MVP because they went out and got Cole Beasley. They went out and got Stephon Diggs. They surrounded him around something. Justin Herbert, he got two alpha dogs in Williams at one and Keenan Allen at the other. Think about this. Uh, Sam is going to be entering his fourth year in the league, and he will be 24 when the season starts. He's 23 right now. He'll be 24 entering his 
fourth NFL season. That says if you want a guy and you really believe in him, he says he's got some talent, you got a long way to go. He's a young guy. Scott in Arizona, you're on ESPN Radio. Who's next? Morning, fellas. Listen to the show every morning. Thank you. Back in another one. I get home from work. Thank you. I love everything y'all say. Keyshawn, make sure you make good with your bet with Gambo. Man, I paid that already. (laughs) What you mean? Get him. Get him, Scott. (laughs) That that was paid already, Scott. Don't send them false narratives out there. Oh, you might want to check with him. He's talking. He's he's, he's flapping the gums. Oh, no. You you late, man. That was paid a month ago. (laughs) Anyways, what what, what do you guys think about two different – I got two different scenarios. The Russell Wilson situation in Seattle where he made his comments and there's been some fallout, is, is there reality to him being moved? And if so, is it possible he can end up in Florida or even with the Texans? No. And speak, and, and speak to this also, is is the movement of the quarterbacks at this point predicated on what happens with Deshaun Watson? I'll take the comments up here. Thanks, guys. Well, I'll, I'll say this to the first one, Key. Russell Wilson ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. Like even hearing him say, "Well, that's you know," you got to ask the team about that. That was even uncomfortable for him. Like <laughs> you know what I mean, Key? Like I can imagine you in that situation or me. I almost say exactly what's on my mind. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Russell, it was uncomfortable. Russell will be a Seattle Seahawk when it's all said and done. He just wants to be surrounded with some better pieces, and they've been doing that obviously by about changing their OC. Yeah, no, he he is. Uh, I don't see him going anywhere. I mean, I, I don't see it happening, but. In terms of the next guy that falls, it probably is going to be Deshaun Watson. I, I think, you know, it could be Sam, it could be Deshaun, it could be both of them at the same time. But those are the two that's kind of hovering out there. I just the, the Jet thing is puzzling because they have the number two pick, and I've said this before, Jay and Zubin, mm-hmm. if you think that these college quarterbacks are better than a guy with no weapons around him but has shown flashes that you thought three years ago was the guy because you got him with the third pick in the draft, and some people had him as the number one overall pick, but Cleveland decided on Baker Mayfield. I just don't see where all of a sudden Sam Darnold forgot how to play football in three years. It just doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Once again, hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We got some tweets here on the Uh-oh. screen. Ev, anybody on the phone line we can go to here real quick? Or just the tweets? Uh, scroll up here, Ev, just one second, if you would. I don't think Evan is listening to us. At this oh. Evan, are you there? Yeah, here we go. We can go to Shane in Oregon. What you got here, Shane? Hey, good morning from the West Coast, fellas. First What's off, up, Shane? tailed be added to your list it is just a stiff lettuce exactly Why are you charging me? <laughs> well it depends on which kale you get if you get baby kale you're good the other kale is the one that's stiff and you need like eight gallons of water to wash it down <laughs> how many types um, of kale I'm are there Mariota to new england they oh. need a smart um good in the public kind of guy and none fits the bill better than Mariota. Mariota is very interesting but his temperament only fits in certain marketplaces for me. Um, I don't know that it fits in Boston because of the high-strung personality of the fan base. They're like, I don't know if that works for him. Everything is zen and chill. Hawaii. Hawaii. You know, hey, man, let's chill. Let's let's win the game. He plays like he has some vigor, though, Key. I mean, no, I just, it's not that. It's more about being able to handle the unnecessary 
things that go on in places like New York, in Boston. It's just one of those deals where I don't know. He's a West Coast kind of charger, laid back. Even to a degree, the Raiders is a bit much for Marcus Mariota, in my opinion. He needs then what to be options out there? So like, I guess, you know, the San Niners Francisco, go back to this. Like, no, 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 I understand that for him, but I'm saying for New England. And I wonder, what other oh, options, man. what quarterback is out there who's mentally tough enough for a guy like Bill Belichick then? Because I don't, your your pickings are slim here. Well, first of all, Teddy Bruschi. Jimmy G, yes, that's the one option. Teddy Bruschi said that Matthew Stafford wasn't tough enough. Then they didn't get him. Now I'm saying Marcus Mariota isn't tough enough. Mindsets have to be guys like a Cam Newton, for instance. That type of, I can deal with them. I'm not even worried about them. Tom Brady, when he was there, he developed that thick skin that, and he started to win, obviously, so it was nothing to say. But you want to have that sort of mindset. You don't, want a, you don't want a guy, you know, imagine somebody that, like a Carson Wentz was playing in New England. It's just, you don't, you don't want that. How no, about, and Evan, Evan yelled out Jimmy G. I'm like, is Jimmy, does Jimmy G fix a lot of your issues? I don't know. I mean, did, did they? Well, I you know, know Belichick's affinity for him. I think that's. I don't want to speak for Ed, but Belichick's affinity. That, that, that would be. I, you know, he was him, forced to trade him. He was forced Bob to trade Kraft him. Said, but he was the replacement was for Tom Brady. I don't know if he was forced to trade him versus trading. Don't you think the dominant narrative was Bob Kraft made the decision, and Bob Kraft said Tom Brady is like my son, which he said numerous times. Jimmy G has to go. I, I don't. I don't. For for me knowing Mr. Kraft and being around Mr. Kraft, I don't see where he got in the way of Bill Belichick making personnel decisions. I know that narrative was floated out there mm-hmm. with people when it was going down and Tom Brady didn't want Jimmy G, even though Tom Brady essentially handed Jimmy G to his agent in Don Yee and they're represented by the same guy. So I don't, I don't know that to be true, right? It's just, it's hard for me to believe that Mr. Kraft in, intervened in a decision that Bill Belichick had to make. I just don't, I'll it's you, hard. But Zubin, Zubin, yeah. can I say something? Yeah, of course. Last imagine, time he did imagine, that, Bill Parcells left. Can you imagine what will happen if Bill Belichick finds a way to get Jimmy G back to New, New England and he stinks, he doesn't play well? <laughs> yeah. After all, after the way Bill Belichick had positioned him to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady, he finds a way to get him back and he doesn't play well. Things get slippery out there. You guys would like this from the money perspective. Teddy Bruschi once told me this when Bob Kraft hopped on the bus and the players were like, what's Mr. Kraft doing on the bus? He's like, he's the owner. He can sit anywhere. He goes, don't call me Mr. Kraft. He said to all the guys on the bus, he goes, call me LRHC. What do you think that stands for? You guys have made a ton of money. LRHC. Mm -hmm. Lower right hand corner. When you look at your check... You know who signed it in the lower right-hand Ooh, corner? Oh, I, I'm, I'm taking that. I like that. So I'm sitting there. That's Mr. Kraft. All right, let's get to lower a Lower right-hand of... corner. Okay. Lower right. That's a, that's a long acronym, but okay, I like it. Now, Key, you said Darnold or Watson could go next. Chris in Michigan, on that tip. Good morning. Okay, I got two things I want to say before I get to who I think is going next. First of all, Teddy Bruski said Matt Stafford is not tough enough. Okay, that's nuts. In 2009, his rookie year separated his shoulder and came back in that game to go photo game winning pass. I think I remember that. I can't tell you how many times that guy played injured. Mm, tell him why you made Chris. And went right back in the huddle. So I don't want to hear that. That was crazy. I think he was talking okay, about more now, mental than he was talking about physical. The berating, right? Yeah. 
He's talking about uh, Matt Stafford, right? Yeah, but mental, yeah. mental, not physical. Oh, oh, mental. Okay, all right, I'll go for that. I, I don't know about that either, but okay. <laughs> now back to who I think could go. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the Jets, I give them, I give the Texans everything for Deshaun Watson, including Sam Darnold's day one. I mean, maybe a, the, the, the second pick this year, maybe two or three more draft first round draft picks the next few years to get Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't care what I had to do to get him. Yeah, but the if- other thing is, um, maybe Marcus Mariota to Forty uh, ers Yeah, that would be that. Forty yeah. ers might work that 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 type of region works for him. But of course, if 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 I'm the Houston Texans. And you and I got to part ways with Deshaun, and you will, you're willing to give me the house? Yeah. Give me the house, and I'll take Sam Darnold because I believe David Cully and company can get Sam Darnold playing at a level, and I got time with him. There's no rush. Right. Again, 23 at this point, 24 in June. So when your season starts, he'll be 24 years old, entering his fourth year in the league. Chris there, uh, he went uh, QB for QB, even though it's QB or not QB. So he's giving us another option. QB for QB, Darnold Watson, Swap. Keyshawn J. Wilzubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. A reminder, when you gift a year of ESPN+, Plus, you're giving thousands of live events, exclusive originals, the full 30 for 30 library, and more. Surprise the sports fan in your life with a year of ESPN+. Plus. And you can visit ESPNplus.com slash gift a year for more details. On the way, the most plugged-in guy yeah. in the city of Houston that knows everything that's going on inside the Texans organization joins us next to talk about maybe the next guy on the move. You know what that's all about. That's next on Keyshawn Z, J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Texans GM Nick Casario has made very clear to any teams calling that he's not going to do a deal. You are going to waste one of the best assets in the league's career. If I was Deshaun Watson, I'd want out too. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Good morning, I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. Nets have won five. Break up the Nets. They've won, you know, decades ago they actually wanted to break up. The, not this version. They won their season high fifth in a row. Yeah, they were so shorthanded. Well. He's upset. Lost 
His Lakers lost to the Nets last night, 109-98. Both teams were short-handed. Maybe we'll see him again, I don't know, late June or something, seven times. Could be an NBA Finals preview. One last Laker note, Anthony Davis is now going to be out a month. They were saying two to three weeks, but as Jay Well correctly predicted, the morning after the news came down, got to sit him longer, got to be cautious, and he'll be out a month. Eagles not so cautious. I think we all knew the trade was coming in less than two weeks after Adam Schefter said, it's going down. Stafford for Goff at Carson Wentz to the mix is Deshaun Watson. Next, we'll talk to the man with the answer in Houston in just a minute, but you know the deal. Wentz to Indianapolis. The question now, what do the Eagles do? Oh, by the way, they have the sixth pick in the NFL draft. Black history always. Today for Black History Month, we honor the legend, Kurt Flood who in 1969 changed baseball forever. He refused to trade, pushing back against baseball's reserve clause. This went all the way to the Supreme Court to try to get what is now known as free agency. He lost his court case at the highest court in the land, but he did enough to get the reserve clause, as they called it back then, abolished, and it led to free agency. I can't say it enough. It's the one major American sport with no salary cap. Think about how many men over the decades have benefited by signing $300, $400 million deals after Kurt Flood stood for what was right. And decades later, people are literally cashing in. SportsCenter is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. You know, in one minute, we're going to bring on who I think is one of the deans of Houston sports journalism, a guy Key knows well, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. But before we do, and I want to ask John something off the bat right before we get to Deshaun, there was an amazing picture floating around on social media yesterday, Uh-oh. and it was right on the Texas-Arkansas state line, what they call Texarkana out mm-hmm. there. And it was literally a divide between the two states. It's called state line. It's a big road. Literally, you can find it on Google right now. The Texas side is completely filled with snow after everything that's happened, winterizing, the electricity grid. Was Ted Cruz there? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I digress. Go ahead. Sorry. He was on vacation. I'm sorry. Indeed. He was in warmer climate. On the Texas side, tons and tons of snow. Literally, (laughs) like a foot away, like just a handful of feet away. On the Arkansas side, everything totally paved. It was unbelievable to see the dichotomy right there on the straight line. And that's where I want to start with John. John, a couple of days ago, there were millions of people in Texas without power. Right now, that number I'm hearing is down to about 300,000 or so. Uh, Everything good? Everything good with you? I just want to make sure because when we talk to anybody in Texas, I think that's the first thing we we got to ask. Well, thank you very much, guys. We were without electricity for three days and I slept in a chair and ski clothes, at least the ski clothes I could Mm. still get into, which wasn't many. And uh, and I will never, ever take the power for granted again. And uh, because a lot of people that were over, I think, 1.4 million in Houston that didn't have power or water is slowly coming back for everybody. But, hey, it's a record storm. We'll deal with it. It's supposed to be back up to 60 on Saturday, and people have a lot of stories to tell. But it's been terrible for a lot of people who were not prepared and thank you guys for asking. Yeah, it, it, you know, obviously we, our prayers go out to those that were affected by the storm. Um, John, let me ask you, what, what's the latest on where the Texans are at with Deshaun Watson based on everything that's happening 
at the quarterback carousel. Deshaun, nothing that happens with the quarterback carousel affects Watson. You guys know he's 25. He's got a $156 million contract. He's coming off the best season of his career in every statistic. That wasn't reflected in victories because he didn't have a lot of help around him. No running game, a terrible defense. But uh, uh, they say, and they've said from the start, on the record, off the record, they will not trade Watson. And they're not listening when people call. They're adamant about it. And they would like to talk to him. So far, they've not been able to talk to him. And my belief, guys, is this. At some point, the two sides need to meet. needs to be Watson, his agent, David Mulligetta, with Nick Casario, the new general manager, David Culley, the new coach. And if they want to bring along offensive coordinator Tim Kelly, who's really close to Watson, do that. And have Watson explain to them exactly why he wants out. And then have Casario and Cully explain to Watson exactly what their plan is to rebuild around them. And my belief is then both sides go back and think about it. And if Watson is still adamant about sitting out and can convince them that he's willing to lose millions and millions in fines and salary, then I think they should trade him because if they don't trade him and they ever do in the future, they're not going to get anywhere near what they would have gotten right now when he's coming off such a great season. But they don't want to trade him. Everybody here loves Deshaun Watson, and they've been waiting for a quarterback like that since the Oilers traded Warren Moon after the 1993 season because this newfangled salary cap was kicking in and nobody knew how to deal with it. You said they haven't talked to Deshaun, trying to get a hold of him. Wouldn't you think, though, John, after about two months, if I haven't heard from a guy, it's not like he's under a rock somewhere, right? I mean, he hears the reports. Everybody's saying they haven't spoken, and he's got to be off vacation by now. If that's the case, why don't they just move on from him? Because clearly he doesn't want to be there. Uh, Because they want him to be there. They're hoping that if they can meet with him and talk to him and lay out the plan with the new regime – that maybe he'll like it, but he doesn't like where they are as a franchise, obviously, just like J.J. Watt didn't want to be around for a rebuild. I don't think Watson wants to be around for a rebuild either, and he's made it clear, and that's why I think they should trade him close to the draft, get multiple teams involved, and the one that makes the most sense would be the Jets because the Jets are the only team you can be guaranteed of getting the second-best quarterback prospect behind Trevor Lawrence, I'd even call Urban Meyer and see if Urban Meyer were interested. But uh, so far, they've not listened. They they haven't talked about any reasons other than they love Watson, he's their quarterback, and he's going to be here. And I think ultimately the worst thing that could happen is he sets out the offseason, regular season, and then reports late in the season just to get credit for the season and to make sure his contract doesn't toll into 2000. 22 when he jumps from 10 million to 35 million. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle NFL writer joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. John, our Panthers reporter David Newton had a bold prediction earlier this week that the Carolina Panthers would do anything to get their hands on Deshaun Watson, including sending three first round picks, obviously, some in the future, along with star running back Kristen McCaffrey. Is that something that would attract? the Houston Texans? I doubt it seriously because they've be, they got to get another quarterback, and I don't think 
if they took a veteran, like say the Jets wanted to give them Sam Darnold and the second pick and much more, then they would have Darnold start until the second overall pick was ready to start. And if second overall pick was ready to go right away, keep Darnold as a backup or trade him. Because if you keep him as a backup, you're going to lose him in a year. And um, like Denver, Carolina, I see on San Francisco, you know, they're not interested in Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, or Jimmy Garoppolo. And unless it was a stopgap measure, and that's not what they're looking for, I'm saying would be looking for because they swear they're not trading him. But at some, some point, you know, one side has to blink in this stalemate. And to me, if you're going to trade Watson, this is the draft to do it. John, I'm going to put my investigative hat on this uh, for this question. This past weekend, Deshaun Watson was in photos with a couple of the Miami Dolphin players, Christian Wilkins and company, uh, Raquan Davis. Uh, does that provide any insight? Does that make fans worried about he already has it pretty much maybe set in his mind where he wants to be? Well, he might. And Miami has the third overall pick, which the Dolphins got from Houston in a trade for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills, plus their second-round pick. So I don't blame him. I'd want to go to Miami and hang out on a boat in the sunshine and have fun and play for Brian Flores and a team that was 10-6 and last season, if I could. And one of the things to keep in mind, last year the Patriots needed a quarterback. So you know Nick Casario, the director of player personnel, and Bill Belichick's right hand man scouted every quarterback. And so if he thought Pia Tungavaloa was a franchise quarterback, maybe if he's going to trade him, it would be to the Dolphins. But if he didn't think he was a franchise quarterback, it'd make no sense to trade him to Miami because you wouldn't be able guaranteed to getting the second best prospect because that would be the Jets or somebody probably would trade up to get that second pick. And remember, of course, Deshaun has a no trade clause, so he can veto a trade. And and like with the Jets, and he'd be playing for Robert Sala. That was one of the coaches that he wanted the Texans to interview, and they did not. And even though he was here for six years, and he he, he doesn't know Robert, but he loves everything about him, as everybody does. Plus, he'd be in the media capital of the world. And he makes a lot of money now in endorsements. And if he went to the Jets right away, he'd be the second-best quarterback they've ever had to Joe Namath. And that would steal a lot of the Giants' thunder. But um, I wouldn't blame him for wanting to go to Miami. Who would love to go to Miami? John, let's talk about his ex-teammate for a second in J.J. Watt. Where do you think the best landing spot is for him? I can tell you what J.J. wants. He wants to play for a Super Bowl contender. He also wants to play for a coach where they can have fun again. Football was not fun for him or the Texans last season after they'd won back-to-back division titles, and it was awful for everyone. So we all say right away he'd want to play for his, with his brothers in Pittsburgh because they're really, really close, but Steelers don't have the money, and they don't have the need. Others do. Green Bay, where he grew up, Packers fan, has a home outside Milwaukee. I think the Titans, where he's really close with Mike Brabel and Shane Bowen, their defensive coordinator. And another, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, those teams could use J.J. Watt. And if Shaq Barrett leaves the Buccaneers and Tom Brady and Bruce Arians call him and say, man, come over here, let's win a Super Bowl. Let's, let's do like Keyshawn. Let's borrow Keyshawn's yacht. We'll sail around Tampa Bay, and you can come play for a fun coach and a Super Bowl contender. That would have to be very enticing. Yeah, the yacht was sold many years ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
we should mention every single team that John mentioned there is a Super Bowl contender, and that's literally the only thing that's missing off of this guy's resume, three-time defensive player of the year, headed to Canton. But every single team John mentioned is a Super Bowl contender, and that's the one white whale out there that's missing for J.J. Watt. Stay safe out there, John. Really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, My John. pleasure, guys. Thank you very much, and I appreciate the good thoughts. Uh-huh. Indeed. Stay warm. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. That was John McClain on the Goodyear Hotline. A reminder today on the ESPN Daily podcast, a huge soccer win had an entire city on its feet. Days later, COVID-19 began to spread and brought the Italian town down to its knees. Hear how the game of soccer before was related and how they're moving ahead. That's ESPN Daily. Listen on your favorite podcast app. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. On the way, you're back. You control the airwaves, your thoughts, who gets traded next, and why. Stafford down, Goff down, Wentz down. Who's next? Get down on the phone line. 888-ESPN-KEY-J-N-Z. On Twitter, next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio and the Sirius XM app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Evan's like, I mean, Zubin's like, Zubin's like, man, what houses were you in? Uh, (laughs) Don't be back there laughing behind the camera. So that was a conversation we had um, a couple, uh, a couple, few weeks ago. I just, I, I want to quickly get to this before we get to the callers. Another quick conversation. This is, this is true. Taking you behind the figurative curtain. And I'm not going to name names here because we're friendly. So during the commercial break, I, I went to the bathroom. Uh-oh. And uh, normally, we don't have a lot of people that work here in New York. It's me, Key, our great production staff. Not too many people, you know, social distance, all that stuff. So it's the first time I've gone into the bathroom where somebody else was in there. Uh-oh. And we both go to the sink, and there was peer pressure. I'm not going to reveal who this was. We were both waiting to see who was going to wash our hands longer. <laughs> because it was, cause I'm standing next to him, and he's like, you got to go 20 oh, seconds. I know who it is. It's Greeny. <laughs> it's Greeny. It's the big show. I know it. Because Greeny's always, hey, Greeny's always on point with either the Purell or the hand washing. He does it. Absolutely. It's a thorough clean. It's yeah. a thorough clean. Before I'm, the pandemic, though, I, I wash my hands every chance I got. But Here's just, the real question. We were side-eyeing each other, and it's like, no, I'm going longer. No, I'm going longer. I'm safer than you are. I won by a second, by the way. Here's the real question, Zubin. 
Do you wash your hands before you go to the bathroom? No. Hmm. Think about Never it. Never thought of it. Mind-blowing. What Just do you saying. mean? So you, you you're mean? saying walking into the bathroom before. Walk into the bathroom, wash your hands, go to the bathroom, wash your hands again. I do it on the way out. I do. All I'm asking I, is how much stuff do you touch throughout the course of the day? 420 then, seconds, standing six feet apart from somebody. Just saying. Yeah, every, <laughs> just chance, saying. I, every chance I get, I wash my hands or I use uh, some sort of sanitizer. But I, way before the pandemic even happened, that was me. As Kia said, there are a ton of people that have lived 100 before Purell was invented. Yeah, so. but, I, but, but I'm not like Jay. I'm going to mean? clean my dishes. I'm not letting them pile up. I clean up. my dishes. I just do it at the end of the day. I clean my dish. There's only one. Yes, and I got aggressive with my tone because it bothers me that you try to set this narrative I, out there I that I got dirty dishes in my sink I for like two not, weeks. I did not say that you had dirty dishes in your sink. Misleading Jason. the witness. No, I'm not misleading the witness. Did you say, in fact, did you say, <laughs> is, is it, it true? true? Is it true? <laughs> did I not hear in the past that you alluded to? You didn't necessarily admit, but you couched the question as if you did not. Clean your dishes, Mr. Williams. I'm just confused even by your question. But what did you say again? I mean, There's so many one, nuances there. I here's the funny lost. thing. That's what they do. They confuse you. <laughs> Yesterday in the feedback, he said, you know, I got to ask shorter questions. And then he just did that. <laughs> <laughs> he just did that. Well, the with one Jay. thing. No. <laughs> with Jay, he's not a guest. <laughs> That's fair. This is part of the team. I right, turned least, around like 10 times in one at question. At least no he's not a guest facing. doing basketball season he's a guest doing football season okay because he doesn't like to come to work and speaking of basketball come on speaking of basketball the nba is on espn radio (laughs) tune in sunday as zion williamson and the pelicans host jalen brown and the celtics presented by indeed coverage begins three eastern on most of these espn radio stations back to your voices simply put who's next stafford down golf down wentz down which quarterback is next where are they going Corey in new york you're on espn radio what you got Hey, guys. Don't mind me. I'm uh, doing my farm tours and listening to your show, so thanks for the sports. You got it. Go for it. You got it. Uh, I had one quick question for Jay Will. What's up, Corey? Be- being a Duke fan, who do, you, who do you think Zion Williams, who does he, who's he, like, play, like, what's he, uh, like, what should he remind you of as a, another NBA player? First off, Corey, I wouldn't mind if you called him Zion Williams. I mean, we, our games would be combined and merged. That would be pretty scary. Um, you know, he, he has a lot of that. Um, he has Dominique Wilkins type athleticism, right, with that Anthony Mason frame. But he's what he's turning into this year. They call, we're calling him Point Zion. He's actually playing the point guard role for them, which is really scary. And people like guards, J.J. Redick and Lonzo Barr are setting screens for him. So, I mean, look, his ceiling – it's special, man. It's special. If he can stay healthy. He's not like a Blake Griffin? Kind of. He just can't shoot the ball well. And he dunks the ball way more than Blake Griffin, who hasn't had a dunk in like a year and a half. Right. Okay. Corey, my football prediction yeah, or my football thoughts. I think uh, Kyle Shanahan will – do his best to try to get the best Corey, what is going so on I, back there? Is that your man, phone? Is it to, ringing? What's going is on? That, the, it sounds like you got cows or something going on in the background. As Adam Schefter would call it, yeah. you at the haircutter shop? <laughs> Family dairy farm. I'm feeding the That's the what I thought. Oh, to that's you guys. what I thought it was. Oh, that's I, awesome. I knew I heard a, a cow or something. He's on the farm. That's awesome. Say hi to Buster. I think, I think Kyle will reunite with Matt Ryan. There you go. What do you think? Mm. 
I think that's an opportunity. I think yeah. Matt Matt Ryan is an opportunity there. He just got to figure out how what is it that Atlanta's trying is trying to do? Are they rebuilding? Or are they not rebuilding? Because I think right now the best opportunity to get the most value is right now. Because if you try to play with Matt and it doesn't work out, and you go to trade him next year, a year older, you won't get the same value. Kev, you're a milk the cow. You really want to know the honest truth? <laughs> Yes, no, seriously. Do you yes. really? Yes, I have. Yeah. Really? Yes, I I've have. never. I've never done. I've never done that. Yes, before. I have. I, I once upon a time, growing up in South Central Los Angeles, my uncle uh, Riverside, California, had a farm, and my my mom shipped me and my brothers to go live with my uncle for the summer, basically to try to get our minds right. And mm-hmm. we were out there milking cows and messing with pigs and all sorts of yeah. I'm gonna tell you, man. That's a, what they do out there is hard work. Interesting. Man. I mean, it was it was a, hard work, a learning man. experience, and I just you know not for me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, athletes say it all the time. But I used to work in Iowa on a farm. No days off. No days off. Literally. Who joins Wentz out? Hurts in. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.